Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Hey, Bill O'Reilly here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Monday, July 17th, 2023. Stand up for your country. First of all, on Friday, I had Moe's surgery, not Moe, Larry, and Curly, but Moe's on my skin. All right, it's right here, a little Band-Aid over the stitches. So the problem is that I had to move my earpiece from here to here. All right, so you might see a little wire sticking out or whatever. And it's a little muffled. Now, we got Geraldo Rivera coming up, and he promises me he's going to be very bombastic today so I can hear every word he's saying. I'm going to tell you at the end of the program what this is all about and why you should pay attention to my surgery because you don't want to have it. Um, And with the sun and all of that, my God. Um, But we're going to start tonight with campaign hysteria. It's Um, you know, a little less than a year and a half before we vote for president again. And it's just ridiculous. Now, I told you back in the uh, beginning of this year, I wasn't really going to cover the campaign until late August. Uh, But I got to move it up because there's so much garbage and nonsense going on. So I'm going to clear the woods here a little bit. But I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of it until the fall because It's a lot of BS and a lot of posturing and a lot of bad media, you know, the usual. But money is already playing a big role in the 24 presidential race, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the Biden campaign has announced it raised $72 million the second quarter of this year. That is the highest total ever amassed by a Democrat at any time for a quarter. So Biden is not having a very good presidency. I mean, if you're an objective person, a fair person, honest person, you got to know that. 
Um, yet the money is flowing in. There is a reason for it, and I'm going to tell you that in a moment. So uh, the Biden campaign says about 400,000 people have given them money, um, but most of this money is coming from the progressive left. It doesn't go directly to President Biden. That would be a violation of campaign finance law. You can only give 12500 each individual. couple can give 25000 all right, that's it. Goes to political action committees that act on behalf of Biden. Same thing on a Republican side. So here are uh, some of the fat cats that are donating big money to Joe Biden to see him get reelected. The biggest is Jeffrey Katzenberg, who is running the Biden campaign. About 900,000 bucks Katzenberg has thrown in there. I'll tell you about him in a moment. Seth MacFarlane, uh, the TV guy, 100,000. Uh, Netflix. Uh, CEO Reed Hastings, 100,000. Marcy Carsey, producer in Hollywood, 100. Sybil Robinson Orr, 100. Michael Kors, uh, you got the handbags, 50. Tory Burch, 50. Lynn Manuel Miranda, that's uh, Hamilton, 20,000. Vera Wang, 10. And a winner tour, 10. On and on and on and on. So Katzenberg is the big guy, and he is a music mogul. He hangs with Spielberg and, and very in in the Hollywood community, very powerful there. So you have to understand that Hollywood is now 100% progressive, not all the people in it, but those who run it, all right, are 100% progressive. Now, Joe Biden is the most progressive president in the history of this country. There's nobody even close. Obama would be second, but he's a distant second. Remember, Obama didn't want gay marriage. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, he evolved. But believe me when I tell you, Biden, far and away, way more than FDR, way more. You know, Biden doesn't really have himself a personal philosophy. He just goes with the wind. And the wind, the power in the progressives comes from Hollywood and New York and Georgetown, D.C. That's where the nexus is. And that's where the money is and the media is. Now, you folks who live uh, outside of those centers, they don't care about you. Now, you would say, well, look, all of these people are very wealthy people. Why do they want socialism? Why do they want this huge nanny state run from D.C., which will dictate everything you do in your life? Why would they want that? They made their money in a capitalistic system. Um, They prospered. And here is the reason. They have so much money, they can't spend it. All right, as long as they live, they can't spend it. So taxing them and all of that, they don't care about that anymore. They're beyond that. They all have private jets. They all have yachts. They live large. um, And they want a woke, progressive culture because they believe the United States is an evil country and always has been run by white men who hate minorities. And Trump is the poster boy in their eyes for that. All right. That's what motivates them. Get rid of Trump. Get rid of all these fascist MAGA people, uh, marginalized conservatives. Uh, Every progressive thing is good. Uh, Let the country be run by minorities. The whites had their chance and screwed it up and whatever. Biden's on board with all that. Okay. Diversity, uh, equity, inclusion, all of this stuff. 
That's what Jeffrey Katzenberg wants. We got his picture. Let's throw it up there again. So this guy, he's super powerful. Um, if you're an actor or a musician and uh, you're trying to work in Hollywood and he doesn't like you, you're not working. You're not working. Believe me, he makes one phone call, you're done. That's how powerful this man is. And he's given millions and millions of dollars to progressive causes. This isn't a populist movement. The progressive movement is not populist. It's centered, all right, in the very, very wealthy precincts that control the information and entertainment flow. See, so very important for you to know that. Now, Donald Trump did pretty well in the first quarter, but not nearly as well as Biden. Trump raised 35 million, big number. Okay, again, it goes to his political action committee. And remember, uh, a lot of this money can be used for other purposes. Trump pays his legal bills out of donated money. Biden's going to have a lot of legal bills down the road, mark my words, and he'll do the same thing. Ron DeSantis uh, picked up 20 million. Uh, DeSantis campaign is not doing well right now. I'll get to that in a moment. You know, it was a big surprise is Tim Scott. Uh, the senator from South Carolina who announced he's running for president. He's doing very well. He, he raised about $20 million. All right. Pence, he didn't raise anything. Nikki Haley raised about five. Um, but Scott, that surprised me. I'm looking at that number and going, you know, that's a impressive number. Now, Ron DeSantis has not done well so far. He's way behind in all the Republican primary polls because he's not charismatic. And you compare him to Trump, who is charismatic, whether you hate him or not. Um, you know, DeSantis comes off as boring, dull, gray. His policies are good. He ran Florida well, just like Trump ran the federal government well in his four years in office. He did. And I don't care whether you say he did or not. I can prove he did. All right. But Trump is Trump. He brings in a lot of unnecessary chaos. And a lot of voters don't want that anymore. And that's why Trump, while he probably will win the primary, and the nomination, he's going to have a hard time in the election, no matter who the Democrats throw up against him. Um, Biden, I don't think, is going to make it. All right. And then you'll see somebody like Newsom or, or Amy Klobuchar, even Michelle Obama, come on and quick. But it wouldn't matter. The progressives, they'll give money to whoever's going to be progressive. I don't care if it's Biden or whoever. Doesn't matter. Um, so that's the scenario that we're looking at on July 17th. In a month, it's going to change fairly significantly. And by September, it'll change again. We're there for you every day, every way. And that's a memo. Uh, Mr. Biden is scheduled today. Nothing. I, I don't even think he worked today. I don't know where he is. He might be at the municipal pool. I don't know. Maybe he's looking for who left the cocaine in the West Wing. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know where he is. Uh, either do his schedule is apparently because that's what they put out. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. 
So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now the truth. All right. Now, over the weekend, the Biden administration announced it's going to forgive or wants to forgive $39 billion in student loans from the Department of Education, the U.S. Department of Education. Now, Supreme Court ruled that Biden can't do that. It's unconstitutional. But they found a loophole, uh, they, the Biden administration, where because the Department of Ed answers to the executive branch, to the president, all departments do, uh, that they can forgive this loan for 800,000 people uh, to the tune of $138 billion to the taxpayer. It's going to get thrown out. All right. So the Supreme Court is not going to be happy, by the way, to see this coming down a pike again. So I'm not, I wouldn't worry about that. Now, over the weekend, there was uh, a bunch of Republican stuff. Um, and uh, I'm not even going to pay attention to it. I mean, I love Iowa. It's a nice state. And I hope you all had a good time out there with the Republicans running around. But to me, it was insignificant. But uh, Chris Christie, the governor, former governor of New Jersey, he's emerging as the Avenger, the anti-Trump. Uh, and he was on TV and uh, he said this, go. Talking of fighting, if you and Trump got in the ring, he loves his UFC and stuff like that, right? If you got in the octagon, you and him, who'd, who'd win? Come on. Guy's 78 years old. I'd kick his ass. <laughs> I mean, we know that Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg apparently going to get in. Yeah, I can't wait for that you one. Want, do you want to be on Did the you un- see that picture of Zuckerberg? Yeah. Looking pretty buff. It does. If I were Elon, I'd be a little bit worried. But, I mean, would you be prepared to be on the undercard? You against Trump? Look, I'll fight Donald Trump anywhere he wants, in any in arena he wants, um, whether it's on a debate stage or in the octagon. Okay, this is stupid. All right, I can kick his butt. All right, fine. Macho man. I mean, I think they should have the village people behind those two singing Macho Man. All right. So a waste of everybody's time. But here's what is not a waste of time regarding Governor Christie. Roll tape. I think Chris Ray has done a very good job. And I think, look, a lot of the stuff you see today, John, is theater um, and people trying to raise money for campaigns. Doesn't mean there aren't problems at the FBI. There are. But I believe Chris is a guy who can get him fixed and he's fixed a lot of them already. That is an incredible soundbite. If he thinks uh, Christopher Ray is doing a good job as the FBI chief, I couldn't possibly vote for him. It's impossible. All right? I mean, that's just insane. Just my opinion. All right, so uh, Donald Trump continues to say he's not going to debate on August 23rd uh, when the televised debate uh, is held in Milwaukee. Uh, It is a Fox News TV event, and here's Fox News this morning. It would be great to see Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis and Chris Christie just duke it out. That's why they call it a debate. Okay, well, they have to say that. 
<laughs> so, why? Um, again, uh, Donald Trump would be crazy to go to that debate. It's 10 against 1. <laughs> why would you do that when you're so far out in front? Now, I remember, and you guys might remember this, in 2016, Trump wouldn't go to a Fox debate because of Megyn Kelly. Megyn Kelly ambushed him in the first debate. And then in the second Fox debate, Trump didn't show up. I thought I could convince Trump to show up. And he came on my show. He came on the factor. And I said, come on, you got to go. You got to go. I thought I had him. I thought I had him. No, he didn't show up. And I don't think he's going to show up this time. If he does, then there should be two moderators, Bill O'Reilly and Geraldo Rivera, who joins us now from eastern Long Island, where he's I don't know what he's doing out there. He's certainly not getting a haircut. Uh, you know, there are a lot of barbershops out where you are, and I'll treat you. Um, you're 80 years old, Rivera. I mean, you, you look like uh, one of the Rolling Stones. Come on. What are you doing? <laughs> who, who are all my, who, all my age. This reminds me of uh, Saturday Night Live, the news for the hard of hearing. I'm going to uh, really blast it. So That's you, right. Uh, you news for the hard of hearing. Hello. <laughs> well, we're both old guys, but we could do a much better job moderating a debate uh, with Trump than anybody else. I'm sorry. That's the truth. Um, I did try to go to Orlando's today to get my hair cut, uh, but uh, there was traffic. And I got uh, late. I started running late, so I uh, I aborted my mission. I promise next time I am seen uh, by tomorrow. Hopefully, I'll All right. get well, it. Well, they're gonna they're gonna need a power mower to do that. So be careful. So I saw you on the Dopey View uh, uh, last week, um, and there was one thing you said that I think you were wrong about. But you handle yourself pretty well. What people don't understand is, guys like you and me are professionals. We go way way back. Okay, and when somebody pays you over a period of time, um, it's not classy to trash them, even if you want to trash them. Would you agree with that? I absolutely. I took Fox's money for 23 years. I think it would be the height of ingratitude for me to then uh, attack the the people who put food on my uh, my family's table low these many years. I had lots of friends. At, uh, at Fox, you among them during the, during the day, even though we had ferocious debates, you and I, uh, we could at the end of it, uh, you know, dust ourselves off and uh, shake hands and, and go on uh, to another day. I really, I, I care deeply for a lot of them. I'll start naming them if you want. Uh, you know, I just got, I got jammed up. It was one of those personality conflicts. I had a toxic relationship with one of the, uh, cast members on yeah on it was five. gut fell but that's not what it was that's not what it was well, fox news now is not the same operation that it was eight years ago <clears throat> seven years ago total Agreed. management change total philosophy Agreed. change everything has changed so dinosaurs like you and me we don't belong there any longer because i know you for a long time and you actually want to know the truth about whatever it may be. What, am I correct in stating that? Yes, you are. I, okay, I want and so truth. do I. That's no longer in play, not at Fox, uh, specifically anywhere. Any television news operation, they, the truth is about ninth down on the list. It's get the audience that is 
your uh, choir and give the choir the song they want. And that's why Fox got in trouble with the voting machines. Okay, so you and I, we don't fit into that puzzle any longer. It puzzle makes, still makes a lot of money, but not nearly what it did make. It's a deterioration across the board. And if you look at the popular polls, whether people trust the media or not, nobody trusts the media any longer because they know they're being patronized and lied to by a lot of these people. Am I wrong? Well, I, I think that in terms of patronizing, I think for sure, I, whether they're conscious falsehoods, that's where Fox got in the big jam. When they discover that a conscious falsehood, that is that the 2020 election was rigged, uh, that, uh, uh, that, that Trump was the legitimate president, that he could use any means necessary to hold on to office. When they understood that there was an audience for that baloney, that's where Fox stepped off the cliff. Of course, and, uh, and if, but if I were there at 8 o'clock, that never would have happened. You know it wouldn't have happened. Well, I think that uh, it would have been a whole different equation. I, would have, I blew that thing out of the now. water here on my independent news service, I blew that out of the water three weeks after the vote. I lost premium members. They didn't want to hear it. But if I were on Fox at that time, I would have blown that thing right out of the water and nobody would have gone up against me because that's how powerful a factor was. But they don't have that now. There's no control. Again, no control at CNN, no control at NBC News, ABC, CBS. They are running not, it's not a bunco operation. It's an operation that doesn't care about the truth. They care about money. Now, let me get into where the, I quibble with you on the view. I have investigated this as thoroughly as it can be investigated. Donald Trump did not instigate January 6th. He failed on the day because he panicked and he froze. But he didn't instigate it. He wasn't saying, I want violence at the, at the Capitol. In fact, it didn't even occur to him that it might happen until early morning. And again, he didn't mobilize. He didn't do what he should have done by calling that off really fast in a hard way. He did not. But he didn't instigate it. And the week before proves it with the back and forth with the Pentagon, put the National Guard on alert the back and forth with the Capitol authorities coming out of the White House, it's provable. That's why he has not been indicted on that insurrection business, and he won't be. Okay? He was impeached. He was But you said on The View that he instigated it, and you're wrong. I believe, I believe, let me, I have to clean up one thing, and then we'll, let me address that. What I want to clean up, it is not sufficient to say that everybody does it Everybody, I'm not saying that to get a rating. I, I think that that what Fox did was unique. At least it was unique in terms of the paper trail left, the, the digital trail left uh, where they could, where they showed certain hosts saying something, then going on the air and saying something else. I think that that was, it was, if it was not unique, it was certainly the most egregious example. Now, in terms of what Trump did, 
I supported Donald Trump, who I've known as you have for decades. I love this guy. I lost friends over the fact that I supported him. And he had a pretty good presidency. And he was a, a, a viable candidate for re-election. But when he lost, it was scant days. The last That's time a I whole eased, different issue. That's a whole different issue. You're but right. Let me, get, let me get to your let me get to your issue. When when the last time Trump used to call my house every week without fit. The last time we spoke was Friday the 13th of November. I said, what are you going to do? He said, he's a realist. So I said, okay, he's a realist. It's a slow count, uh, extraordinary circumstances, the pandemic and so forth. He'll see the light as we are all seeing the light. He never did. In fact, he went the opposite direction. He got more and more irrational in terms, in my opinion, you give your opinion, let me give my opinion. In my opinion, he got more and more irrational, more and more radicalized. He screwed up the, the vote in Georgia because he was such an egotist about it. And then if he did not incite that riot, who did? It wasn't a spontaneous combustion. He Listen, there's a, difference, there's a difference between incite and instigate. So you can make an uh, a subjective argument that because he was so vehement that the election was fixed, that led these people to violence. You can make that philosophical argument. But the argument that the view ladies are making is that he wanted that violence at the Capitol. That's not true. And I know it's not true. Now, as far as him believing that the election was fraudulent, he believes it because people believe what they want to believe, Geraldo. You know that. And Do it you has, think he it, would have? Would he have given up his office? Would he have? Would he have at some point succumbed to the inevitable and watched the vice president sign the electoral documents and allow all of the those things were wrong? And believe in history. He did a good job governing, but that's going to override what he did for four years. I agree. I agree. Because Al Gore could have done the same thing when he hung it up against With Bush the facts. Younger. He could have done it, but he didn't do it. Agreed. And, Agreed. And Trump just won't to this moment let it go. He won't. You know, when I did my four history tours with him, you know about those shows, right? Okay. I told him, you can't even mention the election because I'm not going to sit there and feed into that. And he didn't for four shows, not once. But I know for a fact that he believes it because people believe what they want to believe. Now, last question, because I know you have to go um, take a nap before your haircut. Okay. I want to use you on a regular basis. Not, I'm not going to torture you, but maybe once or twice a month on media because the media is collapsing before our eyes and you and me, we know the media in this country better than anybody. So are you willing to put up with me to do that? I've been putting up with you for decades, O'Reilly. <laughs>
People should go into. But you're the, gonna have to name names. Some of the fistfights. <laughs> you're gonna have to name names like Gutfeld harpooned you. All right, you didn't name him, and I admire that. Who cares about him? Who cares about I, little Napoleon? I Who care about Gutfeld. I I I put Gutfeld on I a know. factor with Bernard McGurk, and that he ascended. But what I'm trying to get across to you is I know why you didn't mention Gutfeld's name on the View and in other interviews. But going forward, you're going to have to name the names of the villains in the media. Are you willing to do that? Well, I am willing to point out what Fox did or what any other, uh, you know, uh, uh, transgressor yeah, everybody. does. I have always, I have always been unafraid. You cannot scare me. I, my legacy is, and I appreciate your statements uh, when I did finally uh, give it up when I did finally quit after I was fired from the view from the view from the five when I was fired from the five I quit Fox News because I said screw you you take it took away the number one rated show I'm not going to stick around so I left but I am I've worked hard all my life thank God I am beholding to none right now except my family I don't have to go running off to go to work for anyone else I can be on my boat if that is what I care to do. I can participate in the national dialogue if that's what I uh, care to do. If, you know, you and I get a conversation going as you do with Chris Cuomo, I think that's great. I think that's, that's wonderful. That's what we're going to do. We're going to storm it. Television. And we can, we can say to any of these people, any of these big corporate people and the big uh, machas and the high rollers, screw you. We have That's right. Nothing I run my own time. show now and you're um, semi-retired, but I don't want you to retire. So I'm going to bring you on. I'm going to torture reason. you. Uh, and the best part is you and I, we don't see things eye to eye. The problem with cable they, news is they bring on guests and everybody agrees. It's no longer O'Reilly Geraldo shooting it out over criminal illegal aliens. And if you didn't see that, you got to Google that because that was a either a high point or low point in cable news, depending on your point of view. All right. We'll see you soon. Um, Migrants will be the saving grace of this country. Okay. Tell the barber to give you a mohawk tomorrow. Okay. That's what I want to see next time I see you. All right. Geraldo Rivera, everybody. Give me a hand. Okay, uh, Florida insurance. I'm getting mail all over the place. My insurance rates are sky high. I got a clean record. All right, double, all state. I call the guy, what are you doing? Oh, so we have uh, baloney. These insurance companies, and this is Bidenomics, by the way. They're jacking these rates up as high as they can jack them for no reason. And they're telling you all oh, the COVID and this. And it's all a bunch of bull. So you got to shop around. But in Florida, it's particularly egregious because of all the storms. So a bunch of uh, insurance have pulled out of Florida and California. Same reason, natural disasters. And now 100,000 homeowners in Florida have got three months, four months to find new policies. And, you know, and and the other people who aren't pulling out are squeezing you. So you're not alone. It's happening. It's Bidenomics. It's not going to go down. But we have a smart life tip that I think is going to help you. 
Again, pen and paper, watching the No Spin News, very important. The website is policygenius.com. Policygenius.com. All right? It goes and it looks at the insurance marketplace in America and offers expert insurance advice free. It compares the insurance company rates free. Once again, policygenius.com. So I'm in business to help you. I know what this is. I'm furious about it. Bidenomics. It's the same thing in a restaurant. You think those restaurant prices are coming down? You're paying $40 for some halibut and ain't coming down. They don't have to jack them that high, but they can get away with it. That's the downside of capitalism. Worst drivers on the insurance thing here, are the worst drivers in the country. Ready? Memphis, Tennessee, Baton Rouge, Albuquerque, Macon, Georgia, St. Louis, Cleveland, Detroit, Hesperia, California, Rockford, Illinois. Okay, that's based on crash fatalities, number of accidents, all of that. Here are the best drivers. Green Bay, Cary, North Carolina, Oxnard, California, Bellevue, Washington, McKinney, Texas, Lynn, Massachusetts, Glendale, California, Pearland, Texas, College Station, Texas, Henderson, Nevada. Okay, but I bet you you're getting hosed if you live in any of those places by the insurance company. Um, let's see. Disney. So there's going to be a remake of Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, right? With the Seven Dwarfs, you don't, they don't want them anymore. They want diversification. Magical creatures. So it's Snow White and the magical creatures. Okay? And Prince Charming is out. Prince Charming, gone. Why? I don't know. Is he a white guy? I guess he's a white guy. He's out. I don't know. But there's a diversity. No more dwarves. They're gone. And this new Snow White is uh, supposed to hit theaters March 22nd, 2024. I will not be attending. Uh, Great White Sharks. So look at this video shot by Kevin Christopherson. He's a wildlife photographer. He got a drone, put a drone up. This is San Onofre Beach, north of San Diego. These surfers, a couple of dozen of them, they have no idea that there's four great whites right under their boards. Look at this. Unbelievable. Okay? Look at that. Now, Kevin was able to get this because he's an enterprising young man who put the drone up and got clear evidence of the danger these servers are facing. Servers have no blanket clue. So here's my question. Rather than have four or five fatalities from great rights, why don't the California Coastal Authorities put up their own drones? Okay, is that hard? If Kevin Christofferson can do it, you can do it. Now, on Long Island, where I am, they are using drones, but we don't have as big a great white problem as they have on the West Coast. Boy, that was scary. Oof. This day in history, July 17, 1784, the drinking age in the USA went from 18 to 21. Ronald Reagan signed it into law. It's a big controversial thing 39 years ago. But here are the stats. About 32,000 lives have been saved, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Underage drinking on the road down 24 percent. But the CDC reports that the younger people are still boozing it up. 
Um, high school students, 30% drink alcohol, 14% binge drink. Where are your parents? If you're in high school and you're binge drinking, where are your parents? They're probably binge drinking too. Anyway, it's good that the drinking age is 21. And you shouldn't ever binge drink and you shouldn't never smoke either. All right, uh, right back with mail and a final thought about my little operation here. Uh, but I'm getting through it. And uh, we'll be back in a moment. Okay, let's go to the mail. Jorge Torres, Hodgkin, Georgia. I'm angry and depressed with FBI. Angry no one has a price, paid a price for the corruption. And uh, I'm depressed because I come from Cuba, where the totalitarian regime is doing what the FBI does. I feel like America is becoming another Cuba. Good letter, Jorge. James Sorty, Greentown, Pennsylvania. I was an NYPD supervisor of investigations for more than 13 years. I thought the FBI was corrupt when I was in office, but nothing was done about it 25 years ago. Today, I'm furious about their corruption. Oh, my. But Chris Christie thinks that uh, Ray's doing a good job. Uh, Jason Cope, Mountain Home, Arkansas. Someone who read Killing a Mob, I believe Christopher Ray's FBI is vastly more dangerous than J. Edgar Hoover's FBI. Hoover was the problem. All right, one guy back in Killing the Mob. And if you want to know about the FBI, that's a book to read. Ray is a problem, but there's a lot of other problems. That's the difference. Ed Wayranch, Austin, Texas, on the uh, Noseman News, you listed several corrupt acts by the FBI, including lying to the FISA court. What did the FISA judge do about it? Nothing. Judges really, you, very rarely do they make public statements. They should have. But I don't know of one Pfizer judge that did. Leo, if huge numbers of our citizens don't care if the FBI is corrupt, then the crazies have won. We can all sing bye-bye, Miss American Pie. A lot of apathy. A lot of people don't even know it. They're not paying attention. Concierge member Wayne. Thank you, Wayne. Democrat politicians are fine with corruption as long as it serves their ends. I think that's accurate, but it's Republicans too, not just Democrats. Uh, Dan Posey, Riverside, California. I'm a Republican. I've always voted for Trump. That may change if he does not scale back the divisive rhetoric. I'm not expecting the scale back, but I hope he does. Dan Kubis, Natick, Massachusetts. It seems the right is outmaneuvered in strategic thinking and planning by the left all the time. The left is destroying the right with social issues like racism, identity, politics, immigration, division. Where is the right's case street? The right has think tanks, and they do analysis, but the media is on the side of the left, which is why that message, the progressive left message, gets out far more than the conservative right message. That's what that's all about. Richard Noby, Orem, Utah, your Sunday column was laugh out loud. Hilarious. I love how much work you put into everything you do, O'Reilly. I've learned. I'm looking forward to your column as much as I look forward to the No Spin News. Column is about the twilight zone of politics we have. BillOReilly.com, you'll get a laugh out of it, but it's kind of sad. I hope you read it. Thank you, Richard, for the time. Words, student Gans, Grapevine, Texas. Joe Biden announced last week he was forgiving billions in student loans. How can he do that? Um, I covered it tonight, but I wanted to give you credit, Stuart, for spurring me to do the piece. All right, BillOReilly.com website, summer reading program. Look, if you're in the South, you can't go out. Can't go out. It's too hot. So let's read and have fun at the same time. Killing.
Crazy Horse, Killing the Killers, Killing the Legends, and the Team Normal Hat, all $32.95, the price of salmon without a potato in many restaurants. Come on. Can't go outside. You in the South now, we're in the winter in the North when it's 10 degrees. Nobody goes out. You can't go out. Read. Have fun. Get the three books. Okay? And we have discounts on all the other killing books, too. Um, And you'll like them all. And then we have bumper stickers. Don't be a pinhead is the latest one. Love that. Atheism, nothing there. Team normal. All right? And you can get six of them for, uh, what, 15 bucks? And give them around and have a few laughs and all that. Word of the day, do not be jejun. Love it. J-E-J-U-N-E. Back. Final thought in a moment. All right, as a final thought of the day, I'm Irish. You know that. I am very white, Caucasian, pale, whatever you want to describe it as. My father died from melanoma at age 62. I go to the dermatologist, and he is an excellent doctor, every three months. So on Friday, I had to have Mohs surgery. See the Band-Aid right there? Okay. Little stitches, pain in the ear. Okay. How to do it. How to do it. Because if I didn't do it, then the thing spreads. And then it's in the nose or it's here. You know, I got to stay on the playing field as long as I can stay on the playing field. All right, that's what this is all about here. I don't have to do it, but we're the only news program and news agency, BillOReilly.com, that actively looks out for you. Look, concierge membership, I've told you this in the past, it's a life insurance policy for you. You get in trouble. You come directly to me, and I will help you. Okay? Why wouldn't you want that? with all of our power and connections. So anyway, I got to stay on a playing field. Now, when you go into a doctor, I mean, it's nobody likes to do this. Like the dentist, you got to go in every six months or you're going to have an excruciating pain if something goes wrong. So you just have to go into a mindset that you want to stay on the field as long as you can. Once you get post 60 years old, All right, then the body starts to accelerate down. You can go to the gym and that's all good. All right, you can run, you can jog, you can do whatever you want. It's all great. Cut the sugar. Cut the sugar. All right, eat sanely. And you want to save money, two appetizers in a restaurant. You don't need the $42 entree. You get two appetizers, you're full. Then you go out for a little ice cream later or something like that. You'll save 50%. Um, and and it's, the appetizers are good. Okay. But what I'm trying to say is this thing that I had to go through wasn't pleasant, but it didn't kill me. I can do the job now, three days after. I'm going to, you know, it's a little hollow in this year, but that's okay. But you've got to stay on the field, all right, because people depend on you. Most everyone listening and watching me right now is people who depend on them, all right, Children, grandchildren, spouses, relatives, friends. And, you know, and you want to maximize your your time. All right. Time's up for everybody when God decides it's up. But while you're here, you don't want to be dragged down by continual stuff that you can be proactive in preventing. 
So anyway, that's my little lecture tonight. Um, I was thinking about taking off today, and I, I said, no, I'm not. I'm not going to give in to it. No. But I get the stitches out uh, in a few days, and I'll be good as new, I guess, or something. Geraldo's haircut's going to be more painful than my Mohs surgery. <laughs> Thank you for watching and listening to the broadcast this evening. Bill at BillOReilly.com if you want to weigh in, name in town, and we'll see you again tomorrow.